Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, BTC is at $32,465, down 1.55%. Ethereum at number two, $1,903.66, down 6.04%. Tether, number three, $1. Binance Coin, number four, $302.80, down 3.99%. Cardano at number five, $1.24, down 5.14%. XRP number six, 60 cents, down 3.90%. USD coin, $1. Dogecoin at number eight, 19 cents, down 7.33%. Polkadot at number nine, $13.67, down 8.44%. And last, Uniswap at number 10, $17.95, down 7.49%. So pretty much red all across the board. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity when investors are getting too greedy. That means the market is due for a correction. And today we got extreme fear at 21. Yesterday was extreme fear at 20. Last week was fear at 28. And last month was fear at 28 as well. All right. Let's take a look at uh, today's topics for today. We have six of them. Number one is going to be why Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and Ethereum keep dropping. Article number two, these numbers prove that there's no stopping Bitcoin here. Article three, how to use the Brave browser to earn cryptocurrency. Article four, Black Swan author Nassim Talib says Bitcoin is worth zero and fails as a currency and a hedge. Article five, Bitcoin slump could be calm before the storm, Glassnode. And last, article number six, get free Space Jam NFTs. Are you lucky enough to get a rare digital, digital collectible? All right. So before we start off, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in to my crypto take. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, thank you so much. If you can, please give a review. It does help the channel and it will help people get more access to this crypto take news and updates. If you're on the YouTube uh, space, please like, share, and subscribe. It does help the algorithm. So any help and support that I can receive would be greatly appreciated. So thank you so much. All right, let's get to it. Number one, why Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and Ethereum keep dropping. So what happened? It's Tuesday, and for the second day in a row, cryptocurrencies are going down. In 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, trading today, three things. Number one, Bitcoin has slumped 1.6%. Number two, Ethereum is down 2.6%, and Dogecoin is doing, worst of all, down 3.7%. So what? Why is that? As we saw last week and as we saw yesterday, the answer appears to be government regulation and action, not just in the U.S., but around the world. So in the United Kingdom, authorities just announced a significant operation to seize what they called laundered proceeds of crime in the form of cryptocurrency, according to CNN. In what the news organization is referring to as Britain's largest ever seizure of cryptocurrency and one of the biggest seizures ever anywhere, ever, London's Metropolitan Police confiscated $249 million worth of crypto without divulging which kind specifically, allegedly linked to the international money laundering operations. 
And although no one can fault authorities for investigating and confiscating any ill-gotten gains, the fact that police forces around the world are working to trace these funds suggests that crypto's untraceability and anonymity, two big reasons why cryptocurrency got popular in the first place, are now no longer assured. Nor is the UK the only source of headaches for crypto traders. In South Korea, Reuters reports that a law passed in March will require crypto exchanges to partner with banks and obtain a security certificate from the government if they want to keep doing business. The more regulations government piles onto crypto, the less attractive it might be to users and the more expensive it will become. So now what? Indeed, it seems traders' enthusiasm for cryptocurrency may already be waning. According to data from the largest crypto exchanges, trading volumes for Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and other forms of cryptocurrency fell more than 40% in June, as CNBC reported yesterday. Half the market is gone. A crypto research analyst told CNBC, and with buyers now in scarce supply, there's less bidding to dive and drive prices higher or even support them where they're at. Result, cryptocurrency is now heading into the third month of a two-month correction period, according to CNBC. Since early May, for example, the value of Bitcoin has fallen 44%. Wow. So what do you guys think about that? Why Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and Ethereum keep dropping? All of these government regulations and crackdown on money laundering may be the cause. Comment down below if you think that's the case. Article number two, these numbers prove that there's no stopping Bitcoin here. Wow. After the Central Bank of Nigeria, CBN, directed the financial institutions from restricting services for businesses involved in cryptocurrencies, users turned to the peer-to-peer -peer mode of transfers. Since February, the country was witnessing a rising volume of P2P transfers, and it can be visible in the chart below. Nigeria's P2P Bitcoin trade volume hit over $38 million in June 2021, which was the second highest peak visible in the country's P2P history. The volume of P2P trading in the country hit above $35 million twice now. This suggested the rising interest of users in P2P payments given the crackdown by the government. In February, when the central bank's norms came into effect, many exchanges were hit as the trading volume declined. Users were increasingly making use of the peer-to-peer -peer services, which was also taking roots in other countries where regulatory clarity still lacked, like India. A Nigerian Bitcoin user said in a report, quote, There's no stopping crypto. It's the future, and we won't let some old fools take our future from us. We're Nigerians. Using the crypto is a way out of poverty for the youth. The second most popular region for P2P activity Kenya recorded volumes drop from $16.5 million in May to $13.4 million. This was the first time there was a decent and descent in the volume reported by the country. As per the chart above, Nigeria was leading with a volume of $8.34 million. As per the last recorded data on 27th June, meanwhile, Ghana took over the second position with a $2.58 million trading volume. The outright ban by the government may hurt the sentiment in the market, but has clearly not hindered users' wish to delve into crypto. Many users with Nigeria saw the ban from the country as an opportunity for crypto to advance in the country. 
So yes, why do you think these numbers prove there's no stopping Bitcoin here? Have you been following the Nigerian news and also the Indian news about crypto and the adoption of it? Let me know and comment down below if you've heard of it before. All right, let's keep on going. Article number three, how to use the Brave browser to earn cryptocurrency. You already use a browser, so why not earn cryptocurrency from it too? Here's how to do so with a Brave browser. As a Brave browser user, you can earn revenue in the form of BAT, basic attention token, by simply opting to view ads. BAT is Brave's own cryptocurrency, and a user can earn it when they opt to view anonymous and privacy-preserving ads. This service is totally optional, and the ads are presented to the users in the form of push notifications instead of on-page display. BAT earned this way are stores in a wallet built into the browser and can be traded for other cryptocurrencies or fiat currency. So where to download Brave? Brave is based on Chromium. Like many other browsers, it supports similar extensions and is easy to download on Windows and Mac. Users can also download Brave on their Android device for fast browsing. So why use Brave Browser? Well, some benefits of using a Brave Browser include, number one, fast browsing. Without any ads and pop-ups, the page loading time speeds up, providing users with a faster browsing experience. Two, ad blocks. Brave is ad-free and allows users to browse seamlessly without ads on their screens. Three, high privacy. Brave doesn't collect and store any browsing and personal information, thus maintain more privacy. Four, earn money. You can opt to see ads for rewards and get paid. You can also earn by referring others. Five, more secure. Brave automatically upgrades sites with HTTP to secure HTTPS. Six, completely free. The Brave browser is completely free and anyone can use it. Seven, create playlists on iOS. The Brave browser can be used to create playlists for your favorite music and videos on iOS. So first, how to earn Brave rewards? There are four ways you can earn rewards while using a Brave browser, all of which you can probably do anyway. Number one, earn BAT by watching ads. After downloading the Brave browser, turn on Brave ads. You can start earning BAT for watching ads and surfing the web. Open the Brave browser on your computer and click on the BAT triangle logo in the top right corner of the screen. Turn on Brave Rewards and Ads. Now click on Reward Settings. Under Ads, click on the Settings button and right next to it, toggle Switch. Choose the maximum number of ads per hour. You can choose between one and five ads per hour. You will receive push notification ads according to your ad settings. Presently, a single bat is approximately 70 cents and around 1.5 billion bats are in circulation worldwide. Note, you can opt to click on the pop-up that opens a new tab displaying the ad content. Even seeing a notification for an ad helps you earn BAT. Two, earn BAT by installing Brave. New users can earn $5 worth of BAT by just installing and using the browser for 30 days. In addition, you may also get random grants from worth 25 to 40 BATs every month. This is by far the easiest way to earn some crypto on the browser. Three, earn Brave Rewards as content creator. You can join Brave Rewards program for creators if you're a podcaster, band, blogger, YouTuber. This program enables users to send bad tips directly to any site. Your followers can automatically make a donation 
and set a monthly schedule to support your website or channel. This is an excellent method to focus on your best and getting paid for your work as well. To start earning, first, you have to add your site to Brave Rewards. You can add a channel by heading to Brave Creator. Once registered, users can add their website or channel by clicking the plus button to add a channel. Once the site is verified, you can start receiving bad donations from other Brave users. Four, refer to earn up to $7.5 worth of BAT. When a new user signs up for Brave Creator, they are also provided with a referral link. Using this link to invite friends to download Brave, you can earn $1 to $7.5 worth of BAT. This amount depends on your country, but is eligible for each reference you provide. To get a Brave referral link, download Brave and become a creator. As a verified content creator, you'll receive a referral link inside the creator dashboard. You just have to copy the link and start sharing it with your followers. Shortly, you will receive BAT rewards directly in your Uphold wallet. You can withdraw them or even convert them to Bitcoin. So, how to withdraw BAT tokens. If you want to withdraw BAT, you will have to sign up for Uphold. From here, you can exchange BAT for Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. You can convert to local cryptocurrencies like USD or EUR, the euro, to deposit them in your bank account. You'll need to create an account on Uphold and verify your identity with a suitable photo ID. If you'd like to cash your BAT, you have to add your bank account details. To withdraw a bat from Brave Wallet, go to Reward Settings, click on Withdraw Funds, and you will be directed to your Uphold account. You can use this account to transfer, withdraw, or exchange bat into any other cryptocurrency you desire. So what do you guys think about Brave? Do you use Brave as your main browser? Comment down below if you do. For me, I also use Brave. I use Chrome, I use Safari, I use that, and Firefox Focus. So again, how to use a Brave browser to earn cryptocurrency. All right. Uh, before we move on to round two, I just want to say thank you again for making it this far. Uh, if you need to follow me on the audio version, follow me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And if you want to watch the video version, follow me on Dave's Daily Crypto Take on YouTube. So again, thank you so much. And please give me any support by liking, sharing, or subscribing. All right, let's keep on going. Article number four, Black Swan author Nassim Taleb says Bitcoin is worth zero and fails as a currency and a hedge. So two points in this article. Number one, Nassim Nicholas Taleb said in a recent paper that Bitcoin has failed as a currency without government as a hedge against inflation and as a safe haven investment. Two, the author of the Black Swan reversed his pre previous stance in which he once called Bitcoin insurance against government control over money. So Nassim Nicholas Taleb has reversed his stance on Bitcoin. The author of the Black Swan said in a recent paper that their largest cryptocurrency by market cap has failed to satisfy the notions of it as a currency without government, as a hedge against inflation, and as a safe haven investment. Few assets in financial history have been more fragile than Bitcoin, he said. Talib had previously spoken more favorably on Bitcoin, particularly on its potential to help people circumvent capital controls in markets that rely on them to manage their exchange rates. He called it the first organic currency in the foreword of the Bitcoin standard in 2018. 
and an insurance policy against government control over currency. In his recent paper, Bitcoin Currencies and Fragility, published in late June, Talib, a probability researcher and former longtime quantitative trader, says Bitcoin is worth exactly zero, partly because it requires a sustained amount of interest to maintain it. By contrast, gold and other precious metals are largely maintenance-free, do not degrade over an historical horizon, and do not require maintenance to refresh their physical properties over time, he said. Volatility as a key characteristic. Bitcoin was created in 2008 and has always been notoriously volatile. Though the COVID-19 pandemic year is the first time it had experienced such extreme volatility in the face of a global economic crisis. Taleb noted that in March 2020, Bitcoin dropped further than the stock market and recovered with it upon the massive injection of liquidity. That's sufficient evidence that it cannot remotely be used as a tail hedge against systemic risk, he said. He said Bitcoin tends to respond to liquidity and that's it's unclear that would happen if the internet experienced even a regional outage, particularly if it took place during a financial collapse. Taleb noted Bitcoin has maintained extreme high volatility of between 60 and 100% throughout its life. Though that doesn't mean a cryptocurrency can't displace fiat. That is money backed by the government that issues it, but not backed by a physical commodity such as gold. It is indeed desirable to have at least one real currency without a government, he wrote in his paper. But the new currency just needs to be more appealing as a store of value by tracking a weighted basket of goods and services with minimum error. People also conflate the success of Bitcoin as a digital currency with the success of Bitcoin as a speculative investment. To be a currency would require it to have some stability and usability, Talib said. Talib is Distinguished Professor of Risk Engineering at New York uh, University's Tandon School of Engineering and a Scientific Advisor for Universa Investments. The price of Bitcoin was about $32,000 Tuesday morning and has been hovering between $32,000 and $36,000 for about a month after briefly touching $40,000 in mid-June. Cryptocurrency exchange data shows Bitcoin trading fell more than 40% in June of this year, according to CryptoCompare. In the same month, the price of Bitcoin hit a monthly low of $20,908. So what do you guys think about this? Black Swan author Nassim Taleb says Bitcoin is worth zero and fails as a currency and a hedge. Comment down below and let me know what you think about Taleb and his comments. All right. Article number five. Bitcoin slump could be calm before storm, Glassnode. Bitcoin is slowly recovering from a recent market slouch and China's crackdown on mining, according to Glassnode. In brief, two points. Number one, Bitcoin's price volatility has flattened. Several key metrics suggest that Bitcoin has begun to recover from the last few months' upheaval. While Bitcoin has remained locked in a somewhat narrow price corridor over the past few weeks, several key on-chain metrics are now indicating a positive trend overall. According to the latest weekly report published by Cryptometrics platform Classnode, the past week opened at a high of $35,128 and traded down to a low of $32,227. It is starting to feel like the calm before the storm as muted and quiet activity appears across both spots 
derivative and on-chain metrics. Glassnode researchers noted on his Twitter uh, account, Glassnode, the week on-chain video report 28 is live. We analyze a broad scope of Bitcoin market. Four points. Number one, mining market dynamics. Two, exchange flows and derivatives. Three, coin maturation and holding patterns. And four, deep dive into hodl waves. So BTC miners recover from China's ban. Glassnode pointed to early signs of Bitcoin hash rate recovering and recovery following China's crackdown of BTC mining, which forced local mining pools to either go offline or relocate abroad. The speed at which the Bitcoin network's computing power returns could determine whether overall market sentiment is bearish or bullish, the researchers noted. Per the report, Bitcoin's hash rate, the total computing power dedicated to the network, has somewhat recovered from its recent peak drop of 55 to 39% decline. Should the metric remain at this level, it would mean that nearly one-third of the hash power that was affected by China's clampdown has come back online. If the hash rate recovers rapidly, it could mean that a significant number of miners have successfully relocated and or relaunched their hardware. By extension, this could also take some selling pressure off them since those miners could be able to profit again and not worry about liquidating their earnings. At the same time, active miners' total net position in Bitcoin is growing again, which means they are increasing their BTC holdings at a high enough rate to offset sales conducted by offline miners. The Bitcoin flows out of exchanges again. Another indicator of the Bitcoin's market sentiments is whether BTC is being predominantly deposited on exchanges or withdrawn from them. Essentially, the more BTC users are moving to exchanges, the higher the likelihood of them selling their coins and vice versa. Back in May, when Bitcoin was still trading at nearly $60,000, we saw relentless depletion of exchange coin reserves, with many of them en route to the Grayscale GPTC trust or accumulated by institutions. However, after the price of BTC plummeted by roughly 50% over the past couple of months, users began depositing their Bitcoin back to trading platforms en masse, likely to sell it amid the dip or to prepare for it at least. That's now shifted again. Throughout May, a flood of BTC was deposited to exchanges alongside the market, selling off by 50%. Glassnode pointed out on a 14-day moving average basis, the last two weeks in particular have been seeing a more positive return on exchange outflows at a rate of 2K BTC per day. As Bitcoin's volatility is scaling back, more BTC holders are withdrawing their coins from exchanges without the looming threat of a panic sale. As such, the transactions that are executed tend to represent a less speculative and more purposeful sample compared to a frothy bull market. So, derivatives markets declining. Meanwhile, the activity on crypto derivatives markets such as futures and options continues to decline. Following a series of massive liquidations that accompanied the crypto market's dip in May, this could suggest a reduced appetite for leveraged speculation. Such a significant decline across all derivatives markets lessens their impact on the price. As a result, 
BTC spot trading volumes are gradually reclaiming their role as the main driving force behind Bitcoin's price movements. Instead of short, long squeezes or leveraged liquidations, Glassnode explained. Thus, the direction of Bitcoin's next big move will likely be conditioned by underlying supply and demand rather than a speculative premium discount, the researchers concluded. So what do you guys think about this? Bitcoin slump could be calm before the storm, Glassnode says. Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, let's take a look at the last topic of today. And the last topic is get free Space Jam NFTs. Are you lucky enough to get a rare digital collectible? Let's take a look. I thought I saw two free NFTs. I did. I did. I did see two free NFTs. Free Space Jam NFTs non-fungible tokens can be yours thanks to a slam dunk partnership between Warner Brothers and Nifties. Warner Brothers is the engine behind the new Space Jam film with LeBron James. Nifties, on the other hand, is an NFT-focused social media platform. NFTs are digital doohickeys backed by blockchain technology, which acts as a certificate of authenticity because it holds a record of ownership. For example, an M&M fan could pay a premium for a Slim Shady NFT because the blockchain validates that his favorite artist is the original owner. NFTs are a mind-warping concept, but you can get two of them for free by signing up for a Nifty's account and tweeting a promotional message. Warner Brothers, a Nifty partner, is up for the world's biggest film NFT drop. Space Jam, A New Legacy, the sequel to the 90s basketball flick that starred Michael Jordan, is stirring up excitement after Warner Brothers and Nifty's released 91,000 limited edition NFTs. The digital collectibles feature Looney Tunes characters such as Bugs Bunny, Tweety, and Porky Pig. You'll also find James, the sequel's superstar, on some NFTs too. After signing up for a Nifty's account and sharing a social media post, you can get two NFTs of varying rarity. I unfortunately got two common cards, one with Speedy Gonzalez and another with Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner. Meep, meep. However, a friend of mine was able to secure an uncommon card of Bugs Bunny. Wow. You can try your luck at purchasing a $2.99 NFT to see if you can get one of the stunning rare collectibles like the duo below. Silver NFT on the left is classified as epic, meanwhile, meaning there are only 500 available. The eye-catching purple NFT on the right is classified as legendary, and there are only 10 in circulation. According to Fast Company, Nifty's CEO and co-founder Jeff Marsilio likened the Space Jam NFT launch to the Willy Wonky and Willy Wonka experience. You might get lucky and get a rare NFT. The thinking here is that we want this to be fun for everyone and to be inclusive for everyone. We don't want economics to be a barrier to having fun with this project, Marcelia said. You might have read the jaw-dropping articles about celebrities and artists selling NFTs for thousands and in some cases, millions of dollars. As such, Marcelia's goal of making NFTs more accessible to everyday consumers appealed to Warner Brothers. That goal, combined with our constant focus on creating lasting connections for our fans, is what makes this NFT program so exciting for us, Pam Lifford, Warner Brothers president of Global Brands and Experience, told Variety. Space Jam, A New Legacy, is not the first film to launch an NFT. In March, Legendary Entertainment debuted an NFT collection to promote Godzilla vs. Kong. 
However, the Space Jam NFT launch is much bigger. Space Jam, a new legacy, is set to launch on July 16 in U.S. movie theaters and HBO Max. So there you guys have it. Get free Space Jam NFTs. Are you lucky enough to get a rare digital, digital collectible? Comment down below if you're excited about the Space Jam NFTs or if you are a fan of the original Space Jam movie with Michael Jordan. All right, let's get back into the cryptocurrency prices before we leave. Number one, Bitcoin, $32,293. Ethereum, $1,896. Tether, $1. Binance Coin, $298.14. Cardano, $1.2030. XRP, $0.60. USD Coin, $1. Dogecoin, $0.19. Polkadot, $13.47. And last, Uniswap at $17.93. So there you guys have it. Uh, Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast or YouTube video. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Please take a look at me on YouTube video. Like, share, and subscribe. If you're on listening, uh, listen to me on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or even uh, Spotify. You can listen to me on listening devices like uh, Amazon Echo or Apple HomePod or even Google Pod as well. So again, thank you so much for your help. Thank you so much for your support. And I'll see you in the next one. Have a great crypto day. Have a great one. Peace.